You are listening to episode number 381 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I'm working on uh, the next vintage. What well, next in as far as not the next one that's coming out, but the next one that I'm working on is the sands. But man, I'm struggling with it because it's a lot of times um, like when it comes to headliners, uh, I mean, and that was their, their bread and butter. But when it comes to headliners, like it's, it's, I can't properly judge how great they were based on all these people that play. like I, I'm trying to tell the history of it and to mm-hmm. me it's boring when I start talking about what uh oh well Dean Martin was playing here from this time to this time like who cares I see your point I see your point well okay fair enough um hmm I mean I'm not I giving mean, up it, on it I just keep I keep plugging away at it and figuring yeah. I'll be able to find the angle well and the other problem I have is uh, Dr. Dave did a phenomenal book at the Sands. And uh, like you try to, like you read and you get your notes and you try to, I'm trying to not do a book report on, a, on, his, on his book. I'm trying to sure. do my own thing. Um, but, but he writes the way that I would write if, if I were a writer in that if I, if I wrote a book, uh, it would be the way that he writes books. He, he seems to simmer it down to the, I don't know, to, to just the, the, the factualness of it. Sure. Know. He's, uh, I, I think one of the things that I enjoy so much about his writing is although he's got a PhD and the dude is wicked smart, oh, yeah. he doesn't write like an academic, at least not with these books where he's clearly targeting the Vegas fan like you and I, right? right? Sitting right. down and reading his book would be like sitting down and just having a conversation with him. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I, I, I struggle most with in in the legal world is, is so many times I'll try to read, um, you know, certain articles on things that I'm genuinely interested in, in the legal realm, particularly when it comes to say the gaming world, but it's written with such academic legal ease that it's, it's, it, it makes it no fun to read because you look at the sentence and it's filled with 58 words with barely three commas anywhere to be found. So it's right. Like, so in my head, I kind of read a sentence the way I would say the sentence if I were expressing it. 
And I'm like, damn, I need to take a breath just from reading this line. Right. So I, 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 I appreciate where you're coming from. You don't want to do a book report. But when he presents it in such a laid back format, yeah. you're right. It is hard to, I suppose, um, encapsulate his points. But ah, no, I, I think it'll be fun. And, and if nothing else, just remember you're bringing it to life in a different realm, right? right? You're bringing it to life in a, in a audio or visual or both, depending on how it winds up working out format, which right. is in and of itself. Well, and uh, I've dealt with this cool. before too, because, uh, when I was writing Jay Sarno, uh, he, you know, grandissimo is another book that, that he did that is just, it's such a great read, but I, I, I honestly feel like that podcast is like a companion piece to the book. So it's kind of like, like, here, let me tell you the story. Now, if you're really interested in it, get this book because there's a lot more cool shit in there. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's, there. nothing wrong with that angle as well. No. Nope. All right, well, listen, we should start the show. Uh, this week, it is just Mark, yes. just Tony. Sweet, sweet Karen is uh, taking a week off. Uh, I think she's work. probably work-related, but regardless, yep. let's start the show with Random Vegas. When Jay Sarno would play craps downtown at the Horseshoe, Ted Binion, casino manager at the time, would deal the game himself. It was the only way the game would move as fast as Sarno liked it. He didn't want the dice to stop rolling. Fun fact, he always played the pass line, even though the odds are better on the don't pass, because Sarno said he didn't like betting on failure. That's a brilliant line. I love that. I love that. When I read that, I'm like, damn, that is... That's insightful. I don't right. like to bet on failure. That's what the don't pass line is. I love it. Yeah. Um, also, though, I could, I, I, I kind of love that mindset. And I'm sure this is not totally how it played out. But in my head, when I visualized this sentence about how he always wanted to keep the game moving, he never wanted the dice to stop rolling. I visualized in my mind's eye mm -hmm. that all of a sudden he would throw the dice and like it was a, a whole table team effort. The, the stick man would immediately slide the dice off back to Jay Sarno while the rest of the crew would start paying out whatever the respective winners right, right. were or, or whoever the respective winners were at the table based on that role. But it was just, you know, bing, bang, boom, just keep those dice moving right. for, for Sarno. That, that's, I love it. That would be so freaking fun. There's so much math in your head with, uh, with dealers, I don't know how you guys do it. I can't. I can't do math in my head. Oh, I, 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 I will be very, very clear. I kept my game exclusively to dealing uh, blackjack. I, I was fine counting up to twenty-one. That was, that was <laughs> as smart as I could be with my math numbers. Yeah, I have nothing but the utmost respect for, uh, uh, for craps dealers, and frankly, the fact that they can keep they more so that not only do they know the math without even thinking about it, but they always know exactly who has what going on. Right, I mean, it's right. just, How there's so much to keep track of. Well, and I think that's why it's so intimidating. And I tell people all the time, craps isn't one game. Craps is a hundred different games going on at the same time. Oh, for sure. Particularly when you've got, yeah. And that's kind of what I, when I, when somebody wants to learn how to play craps, I tell them, don't worry about anything else on the table. You're just going to put your chips down on the pass line. And until you totally get and understand what's going on, right. which numbers help you on the come out, right? Because just them even understanding now, wait, wait, yep. wait, at first seven was a was right, a winner, but now it's a loser. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, so, but yeah. And then, and then you've got, you know, your, your one-off uh, roles that go in the middle and you've got the numbers that you place. It, it, it is, it's so much fun, but yeah. you gotta truly, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Right, how right. do you learn how to play craps? Just one section of the table at a time. Yep. 
Talk to us uh, very Jay Sarno forward at, at the very beginning here of our uh, of our podcast. Talk yeah. to us about the twit pick of the week. Well, that's where I get a lot of the random stuff is from doing research that is cool and I want to share it with people, but it doesn't really fit in with the narrative of what I'm writing. So uh, sure, that sure. one was clearly from Jay Sarno's. <laughs> but the twit pick of the week, two awesome things in the photo. First, it's a picture of Caesars early on in its construction, and it's wicked to see not only the progress on the project, but how much undeveloped land there is beyond the site. It may not look like it today, but Vegas really was an oasis in the middle of the desert. Second, the photo was taken from a room at the dunes. Two things that together make me smile when I look at this picture shared by at Sumacorp. Yeah, this doesn't, this isn't your standard sexy. This is, this is, you got to know, you got to understand what you're looking at. Oh, for sure. And I think for anyone who has stayed at Caesar's Palace, you know, it, it is a, um, it is a labyrinth to to try to figure out. And, right. and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, you and Karen, my wife and I, we're just not big fans of Caesars because it is so weirdly laid out and it's so hard to get from one place to the other. And I've heard, um, oh, somebody uh, uh, say that they hate staying at one particular, maybe the Augustus Tower, because mm. you, they say, you know, you've got a bank on conservatively a 10 minute maybe 15 minute walk oh, that's from ridiculous. your hotel room to the casino floor. Hey, which one do but, you, do you dislike more MGM or Caesars? Just, just because oh, of their layer. Oh, MGM. Uh, I don't even I, have to think about that. Yeah. One. But I, I completely I, agree I, with you. I have to concede. Um, I don't know. I've never stayed at MGM, whereas at least I've stayed, you know, four or five times at Caesars to mm -hmm. start to get the, the feel for it. Um, but the reason I, I, I point out what a labyrinth Caesar's Palace is between the way the casino is set up, but then also the towers and whatnot mm -hmm. in, in, in the restaurants and the in the in the mall is you look at this picture and you think, man, that's not a whole lot of land. Right. And then you realize, no, that's a whole heck of a lot of land when you when you know all of the buildings that are now on that property. Right. Exactly. Exactly. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, first up, Mirage is for sale. It's been rumored to be happening for several years, but MGM CEO Bill Hornbuckle officially confirmed that they're in the process of selling the Mirage to another owner. No word who that will be or when the deal will be complete. Employees were told everything is business as usual until new ownership takes over, and then it's up to them. It's unclear why the announcement was made before the deal was done. See, normally we don't report on things that are rumored, but when your CEO confirms a rumor but doesn't give you any details... Yeah, that's that's fair. I, you know, I don't really have much of an opinion about this one way or the other, but I know you're a big, big fan of of Mirage. What are your uh, kind of initial emotional gut reaction to hearing this news? I'm encouraged because people put money into into properties when they when they buy them, and uh, I I think having a single owner, if that's what it is, like I I hope it's not roughing, but I'm hoping for a single owner who will then you know take care of that place and, and treat it well and then you know see what they do with whatever they plan to renovate or whatever all right all right i, I respect that yeah. I, I i hope more than anything else i hope whomever purchases mirage doesn't do anything to it and i guess that means implode it right. i yeah just I, I get it take care I get of that it that's how it works but 
It'd be heartbreaking. Right. Yeah, it really would. Next up, Picasso's for sale. In the largest fine art auction ever to take place in Las Vegas, 11 Picassos were sold for just under $110 million. These were all works on display at Blasio's French restaurant, Picasso. MGM says plans are to use the money to acquire a more diverse art collection. Picasso the restaurant still has many works of art from Pablo on display. Have you ever eaten at Picasso? Uh, not once, never. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I want to be classy i want to want to eat french food we, every time every I, time I the wife and i pull up the menu we're like i don't really want anything on this menu right so so no long long answer is no how about you guys uh no no and i'm very familiar with uh looking at menus going yeah there's nothing here for me <laughs> <laughs> all right and lastly there's a poems update Plain Nevada is reporting some details that San Manuel Indian tribe have planned for palms. First, plans are to keep the gross Damon Hirsch shark in formaldehyde and oh. cut into third pieces of art. While San Manuel hasn't revealed who will be running their sports book, plans are to renovate to the less than a decade old sports book are planned. Parking will continue to remain free and chaos. The day night club is not expected to reopen, but did mention plans to build a new rooftop pool complex. Lastly, Expect a slight name change to something like Palms by San Manuel or something like that. Hmm. Same thing. I, I, I hope uh, having somebody who's, j you know, just taking care of their property, you know, that, that, that's, their, that's their baby, that hopefully Palms will finally rebound from what happened to it. <laughs> I agree. This is, this is one of those things where I am not overly concerned about what a new ownership to mm -hmm. a, to a, to a hotel casino is going to be. I have a lot. I, um, gosh, who is it that I listened to? Um, Oh, it's escaping me, but the, the guys down in, in San Diego who do their podcast, God, I'm so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Mark and, and, um, Mark Duvall. I'm how embarrassing that I can't remember, but this is because I don't have any alcohol in my system. Oh, right. I'm sober right <laughs> now. So memory. I don't remember anything. <laughs> uh, they're, they're big fans of San Manuel. They've, they've spoken highly of, of this tribe and the way they run their casino down there. So I, I'm excited for the Palms. This is once it reopens, this is going to be one of those places that will jettison its way to the top of my want to stay at. This is one of those things where I think I took for granted the opportunity that it was there right. pre COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really on board to give it a try. All right, that's going to do it for news. Why don't we move into prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Kiss's residency at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood has been canceled. Weak ticket sales are listed as the reason. See, that sounds like a, like a bullshit to me because it's like you committed to do these shows the audience is, is going to come. I mean, you may not get it sold out, but you said you were going to do this. And now you're like, well, the ticket sales aren't as good as we want. So we're not going to do it. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter and, and I got to concede a lot of times. I just I see the stuff as I'm just, you know, scrolling, scrolling through right. Twitter. I don't really take the time to <laughs> read anything more than the headline post. <laughs> right. I saw something on Twitter where um, it was alleged. Apparently, someone passed away from COVID, someone that was a part of the KISS uh, crew right. passed away from COVID and at least the headline that someone posted, it was being alleged that that was the reason why they've, they've taken some heat over 
perhaps less than uh, stringent COVID protections for the crew. Again, don't know to what degree, if any, there is uh, validity to it. It is on Twitter, so take it for what it's worth. But uh, regardless, I I don't disagree, especially if that's your reason. Whether you fill up just half, at least half that room wants to see you. Right. And I wonder if, um, one other thought though, is I wonder to what degree this is not Kiss's decision to make. If the, again, oh. if this is all true, if this is the reason why, if it was a uh, planet Hollywood saying, screw you guys, we could put a, get a whole lot more money with a different group filling up all right. of the seats. Right. So I, I guess I would be, I, I don't want to totally blame kiss if this is not their doing, but right. I concur. That's a, that is a certainly shitty reason to, to not go yeah. through with it. Bronx Wanderers have found a new home at Westgate. As usual, they've updated their acts, so it's different from the show you saw while they were at Link. I just The only thing about, I have to say about Bronx Wanderers is I know one of them in one of their photo shoots looks like Scott. Like It looks like Scott if Scott <laughs> Vital Vegas wanted to wear like a, like a hair piece or something. Not that he, I mean, he's got great hair, but that's not what I mean. The, the Bronx Wanderers all seem to have uh, like long flowy hair <laughs> oh i got it i see that's awesome how funny next up at melt vegas is reporting that an nfl themed slot machine that offers players the chance to customize the experience per their favorite team is expected to hit casino floors during the 2023 nfl season i uh, see i being that you don't follow sports ball what, did it even come across your uh, your radar that how stringent they were against Vegas for the longest time. Uh, I know that merely because of doing this podcast with you and Karen and you guys talking about it. Um, Mm. And so I I never really put two and two together until just now you pointing that out. But that it certainly seems like they're like, well, shit, we're here. Might as well just really embrace it. (laughs) Lean into it, as the kids say. Exactly. (laughs) Next thing you know, they'll have uh, a bar top uh, video poker at the stadium. (laughs) That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. What's the one way you might be able to get T-Bone to show up for a sports ball game? (laughs) Please give me some bar top video poker. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Buble announced that beginning sometime in 2022, he will have a residency at Resorts World. Vital Vegas is reporting the rumor that he will likely get paid Lady Gaga money, which is about a million dollars per show. That seems excessive for Michael Buble. I mean, good for him. I I don't disagree. Um, Again, kind of scrolling through Twitter, saw somebody make the comment that um, uh, Michael Buble is the poor man's Frank Sinatra. Yes. And thank God everybody poured on him and be like, except he's dead. Frank Sinatra is no longer alive. <laughs> so if you want to get to see someone who sounds like uh, Frank Sinatra, this is going to be your best bet. Right. But, but as I was kind of scrolling through the, the snarky responses, there were a few moderately worthwhile responses. And that was apparently Michael Bublé's got quite a following like he's got a bigger foundational oh i'm not saying he's not it's not massive but uh lady gaga i mean that's the fair that's fair (laughs) i i'll be honest i i would go see either of them if if resorts world were to count me tickets to it i don't know that i would pay to see either one of them (laughs) (laughs) music (laughs) the devil's music Resorts World acquired a 262-seat Boeing commercial airplane, which they plan to use for charter flights. The Boeing 787-8 is capable of nonstop flights to and from Asia, Europe, and Latin America. I didn't even know they had flights that could go that long. Uh, That is 
that's cool. That's impressive. And talk about knowing exactly who you want for your casino. Right. When I read that article, I thought, damn, smart move. Right. Smart move. Right. <laughs> But Vegas, I hear I am all proud that I get like, you know, charter offers from Caesars to go to fucking Laughlin, <laughs> Biloxi. <laughs> <laughs> so. Vito Vegas is reporting that Big Top Food Court at Circus Circus is now open. Featured vendors include Popeye's Chicken, Pickup Sticks, Dairy Queen, and Einstein Brothers Bagels. That makes sense. I think that is a, a very good selection for the crowd that you're going to get at Circus Circus. And I don't mean that to be snarky or condescending. I, right. I think they know exactly who their clientele yeah, is a different and what their clientele is looking for. Yeah. I mean, hell, I was like that before uh, I started getting into more fancy food. I mean, I was like, I, I'll just eat at McDonald's or whatever. Like, I don't I just I like to me, it eating has always been something I have to do, you know, so I stay healthy and I've got energy and, and whatnot, but like the, like the process of it, just, it's too much. It's like, just give me the damn food and then I'll eat and then I'll get out of here. Why is it not ready right now? Right. Exactly. That's why I do fast food all the time. Cause I'm like, I'm running out of patience. I've been waiting for two minutes now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Zappos theater at planet Hollywood announced this week, $1 from each ticket that's purchased for Gwen Stefani's residency will go to Cure for the Kids Foundation. It's a nonprofit that provides medical treatment to children facing a number of life-threatening conditions. Thus far, this initiative has raised a total of $185,000, and I bet you uh, one ticket out of every Gwen Stefani uh, concert sold is going to make that $185,000 look like chump change, and that's awesome. Yeah. That is kick-ass. Agreed, agreed. And lastly... Bad news. It's no longer free to park at the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood. Good news. Boulevard Pool Ice Rink at Cosmopolitan is under construction with an expected November 16th opening date. I know those two barely <laughs> go together. but I'll tell you, when I was reading through the script before we started uh, podcasting, I was like, there's got to be a really good analogy to come up to be like, uh, bad news, I pooped my pants. <laughs> good news is, though, my credit card's paid off. I, like, I, I, I'm like, I don't really know. Oh, these are tied in. All right, well, listen, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Brian Adams is performing at Encore November 10th, 12th, 13th, 17th, 19th, and 20th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at an unfathomable $125. I thought the same, only because Brian Adams has just been off doing whatever he's doing like you don't hear about him anymore and then it's like all right yeah i'm gonna come to vegas 125 bucks like what yeah yeah uh, listen again good for him i think yeah. maybe a small part of this is um you know a, a higher price because he's going to be at encore and right, so right encore can charge those but also as you aptly pointed out and i i love this i think about this more frequently than than you probably will ever appreciate <laughs> was when you had made the observation 
how uh, the casinos and, and Fremont Street in particular are really starting to cater to our demographic yeah. with the music that now gets played. And I thought, ah, this certainly makes sense. I suppose the folks that are staying at Encore are probably in that demographic. Oh, where yeah. I'd say probably five to 10 years older than we are. Uh, They've got the disposable income. The kids are probably, you know, already out of college. So they've got extra money to to kind of throw around and they would want to go see Brian Adams starting at $125 a ticket. Yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony are performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade Saturday, November 20th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $35. The Black Crows are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Thursday and Friday, November 18th and 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at 100 bucks. Carlos Mencia is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, November 19th through the 21st. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $40. And finally, the Latin Grammy 2021 Awards will be held at MGM Grand Thursday, November 18th. Show starts at 5 p.m. and tickets start at $92. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar, which is at the blog. So let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. (laughs) And this week, we have listener feedback from Thomas. Yes, we got an email from Thomas. Why don't you read that? Sounds good. He says, hello, Mark. I hope you and Karen are doing well and enjoying life. I guess I can go fuck myself. (laughs) Uh, Way to start off an email. (laughs) (laughs) I have a few questions for you, if it's not a bother. They're all related to topics that you've discussed on the show. All right, shoot. Number one. At some point in the past, you guys mentioned there is a downtown restaurant that puts a swear jar on each of the tables. Apparently, since the food is so good, patrons will often remark, holy shit, that's good, or something to that effect. Do you remember this conversation or at least know the name of the restaurant? I, I do not. Do you? I think I do. I think, and this is why where I wish uh, Kieran was here to confirm it. Right. I believe he's making reference to a place called Eureka, which yes. is where you and I, uh, uh, Kieran and my wife had dinner one night. And it's that it's that. It, what's neat about that restaurant is you order everything right from yes, the app on your so phone, awesome. I love and it. then the server just brings it out to you, including even your cocktails. The bartender just brings the drink straight to you, whatever. Even right. if it's a cocktail, not just a beer, they'll bring you whatever you want. Right. I. Thought, Mark, and I totally, I, I'm willing to concede I'm wrong, but I thought that was the place, and I don't know that it was an actual literal tip jar or swear jar. I thought he said that the joke was they should have a a swear jar, or or maybe they encourage you to tip your your server a couple of bucks, or the 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 the, 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 the kitchen actually a couple of bucks if you ever say to yourself, right. "Holy shit, that's good." But uh, I'll tell you what, Thomas, you should go check out Eureka I, and, and confirm that for me one way or the other. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. Number two, this one's straight down the middle right for you, Mark. You're going to totally know this. Mm -hmm. I always remember you mentioning a pawn shop that has an interesting vintage Vegas or that has a lot of interesting vintage Vegas items for sale. I tried to make a mental note parenthetical. He says, I think it started with an S, but I cannot recall that name either. Do you know which pawn shop I'm referring to? I'd love to visit there. Yes, he's talking about Spinetti's. Uh, Thomas, I'll tell you what, buddy, that has been a place that Marcus said, Tony, I got to get you to there. Tony, I got to get you there. And, and I've always been like, yeah, yeah, Mark, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be cool. Let's go do that sometime. And just 
I never made it a priority to do. Finally, I said, Mark, you have talked so highly about this place. We've got, I am finally ready to go check it out. Mark knows firsthand because he was there to watch it. I walked out with my arms wrapped around (laughs) all of these things, just bags and bags of goodies that I had purchased. So well worth, well worth the the trip. I, I couldn't, I couldn't recommend it more highly. Agreed. And thirdly, You've made it. Oh, this is fun. I like this one. This one, this one's an opportunity for Mark to pontificate. I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. So he says, you've made it very clear that you don't care for Southern Californians. And I'm curious as to why is it rude driving, obnoxious behavior, or just too damned many of us. I am from San Diego, although I grew up just a huffy bike ride <laughs> distance from you in uh, Macedonia. And we get annoyed as shit over people from Arizona or zonies. Every time I see an Arizona license plate, I want to drive them into a fucking tree. So I get it. I just want to be aware of my behavior and modify it if possible. Thanks, man. You guys take care. Thomas. That was an awesome email. And to answer that, um, it's a joke. We don't really have. I mean, it's a joke the same way people used to go. Thanks, Obama. Like you would just blame anything like, oh, I got cold fries. Thanks, Obama. We just started with Californians like anything that that happens bad you know like oh it's got to be the Californian. it's got to be but we're completely joking <laughs> that was that, that wasn't as satisfying as i was expecting <laughs> I, I am i am want for i am left for wanting more <laughs> it's like i just it's like someone just put down a fucking picasso dinner in front of me and i'm like what well, that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome all right well thank you thomas we we appreciate the email uh, i think that's going to do it then for episode number 381 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show you can do so on the blog which is 360vegaspodcast.com you can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio like uh, Thomas did, please send that to the following email address. Get, ready, get, get your pen. Ready? It's real hard to remember. 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360Vegas Tony. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. <laughs>